The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Hi, this is Colin Mockery of Whose Line Is It Anyway? You're listening to Tech Talk Radio. I don't know how it works. It's all magical stuff to me. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Hey, what's hey, going on, dude? How's it going? It's good to see you. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks, actually. Yeah, it has been. Now, I got to say, you were out last week. Yeah. And uh, Sean was in. And, you know, Sean couldn't be here this week. And I'm kind of bummed because it would have been just so great. Number one to hear if he got his Microsoft Xbox mini fridge. I don't know yet. Have you talked to him about that? No. Did he actually order one? He was he was going to order one because there were a hundred okay. bucks. And okay. one site said that they sold out in 15 minutes. Another site said they sold out in like 30 seconds. That's really? how bad people. Well, for a hundred dollars. To get a, a, a uh, like a mini fridge, you could store twelve cans of soda in and other Wait, stuff. You know, soda or, or yeah, if, or, or other stuff. Yeah, or other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it had a DC jack, so for him, you know, he's always on, always on the road, you know, in his camper or whatever. So you could take it with you on the road. But That's it looks true. it looked like an Xbox. It was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I I uh, I actually I seen it before. I never thought about buying one but now i'm kind of interested yeah for a hundred dollars but they went out quick really he he said he was going to try and get one so but i haven't talked to him so i don't know if he actually was able to get it and order this thing because i mean it does look pretty cool even i'm thinking of getting one oh wow i mean you don't even have an xbox well, I do. I have an Xbox One. I don't have the new Xbox. Okay, well, see, I, I have Xbox one. the Xbox Series X Yeah, sitting right over here. And if I had the mini fridge sitting next to it, that'd look pretty cool. Yeah. But I can imagine, you know, people with their mini fridge just putting their uh, routers on top of them. That Wait. Which would <laughs> not be good. Probably not. No, yeah, no, that would not no. be a good idea. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day about that, about router pl- placement. And they were like, okay, you know, I want to get a new router. You know, we talking about like a Wi-Fi like a Wi-Fi I mean, router. If it's, like a, yeah. if it's like a regular router, it doesn't matter where you place it. But if yeah. you're talking about Wi-Fi, no, Wi-Fi. this is okay. like a Wi-Fi right. router. And they they were asking me like, okay, what is it? Because if you go out, say you go to the store, and I was I was in the store not long ago, and I was looking at these because I, w- I want to do a segment on Fox 11. We're going to four times a, uh, a month now. We're going to do every week, and I was that means I got to get more product, and and I I'm going to have to buy stuff, and I'm thinking of stuff I need. And I've got a, a Wi-Fi 5, you know, Series 5, you know, router from Linksys. And I like it. I've had it a couple of years. And um, I was thinking, but they were asking me, like, what is the difference between TP-Link and Linksys and Netgear? Like, is am I, are they, gonna, uh, they see a difference in price, but is there a difference in quality? What's the difference between Ford, Chevy, and Honda? What's under the hood? Or what you're... What your extras are, right? I, I mean, mean, the thing is, is there's going to be very comparable products to each other. It's it's kind of like it really, for me, it kind of boils down to who you're loyal to. Yeah. Again, going back to the car analogy, you know, you buy Ford, you like Ford, you're going to stick with Ford. Same with Chevy or Honda or whatever. But the thing is, is there's every once in a while, one of those companies comes out with a car or a product that you're just like, I just got to have this. Yeah. Yeah, because and, it's it's better than everything else on the market. But in general, I think it really boils down to who you're loyal to. Well, the Wi-Fi six products from TP-Link are pretty priced pretty well, and I've never yeah. I've never used TP-Link. So they I've, asked me, and I said, well, you know, the difference in price is anywhere from fifty to a hundred bucks. 
I've I've only used TP-Link when it comes down to dumb switches. Right. And I'm talking about the ones that you can't manage. You can't log into the switch to make changes. It's basically a smart hub or a dumb switch. Right. And I've only used TP-Link for those. Now, when it comes to Netgear, um, I've used a couple of their managed switches. They're pretty basic. But honestly, majority of the things that I work in are more professional grade. Right. Uh, Cisco, Juniper, uh, Aruba, um, things like those. Those are the the switches and stuff that I work with, and they're a completely separate class. Yeah, because you, you you can actually log into those, you know, with a with a wire connected to it, you know, a Cat five and a Cat six, and then you can actually log in and tell it, okay, I need this port to do this. Yeah. I need this to go there. Those are great. If yeah. You, so going right back to the the whole like car scenario, just one more, one last time. Mm-hmm. It'd be like asking me, what do you prefer, Ford, Chevy, or Honda? And I say, well, I actually work on Lamborghini, Maserati, and Ferraris. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't really matter to me. you know. So that, that, that's kind of where it comes. That's where the separation is. But honestly, if I were to have to choose between TP-Link, Netgear, Linksys, I'd say nine, none of them. Asus. Re- Asus? Really? So I never would have thought of Asus. Asus, a... Asus is making some some progress in the Wi-Fi router industry. Um, if I hadn't couldn't choose Asus, I would say the Netgear Nighthawk. Yeah, I've seen the Nighthawk. That's a sweet yeah. looking machine, but like yeah. three hundred fifty, sure, sixty. But you're getting what yeah. you pay for. Yeah, and you got to look if you are going to be buying a new router. You got to look for uh, what your speeds are going to be, how many yep. devices you can connect. Because you'll notice as you go up. Like, you know, in the price, you'll see, okay, you can connect 25, you know, devices to this. Uh, you can connect 35 devices to this. You can connect 50. And, you know, with people pushing through more 4K type quality, yeah. that means you, you really want to have the best if you want to get the best quality. You're going to need something that's going to handle that. So, yeah, like uh, you're talking about the Wi-Fi 6. Um, yeah. To be honest, I need to do a little bit more research. I'm falling behind on the whole Wi-Fi 6 personally. And I'm a Wi-Fi, I consider myself a Wi-Fi expert. Right. I don't have enough knowledge of Wi-Fi 6 to be able to talk about it at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you're going to want, if you're going to have a lot of devices in your home pushing out 4K content, you're going to want the best of the best when it comes to wireless routers. Right. Well, if there's anybody listening, and we've been starting to get some emails in comments on the shows, and you know, somebody said, you, you don't say that you guys will take emails. We will. So if you have a comment for the show, or maybe you listen to this, and you have experience with TP-Link or Asus, as Justin had said, which I, you know, I wouldn't think of. I, I've used Asus products for years, but strictly in the well, motherboard realm. There's, there's, and there's the another one. Realm. But if uh, you're listening and you've tried these, we'd love to hear. So yeah, yeah absolutely. please drop us an email at techguys at techtalkradio.com so we can do it. So you weren't here last week mm-hmm. when Sean went all in on Apple. He oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> good thing. Good thing. Cause I'd be like, all right, guys, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> we even talked about the fact that if you were there, you would have been rolling your eyes. So Sean went ahead and him and his wife got himself themselves two new iPhone 13s. Oh, he got the iPhone pro. She got the oh, iPhone. God save his soul. Uh, she got the regular iPhone and, uh, but he was pretty happy with it. He's, he's, you know, and I'm still in the eight right now. Such an innocent boy. <laughs> but he was pretty happy. A lot of people have been going back and forth because not long after you you had the word about the Pixel 6 and, you know, everybody jumping on that one. You know, it's so funny that you mentioned the Pixel 6 right now. Don't tell me you got one. 
Yeah, next week, you're gonna, you know, show wife it. and I are both getting into Pixel 6. Here's the thing, though. I have been following the tech channels mm-hmm. on the new Pixel 6 and the Pixel 6 Pro. Specifically, this Pixel 6 Pro. Right. Every tech channel that I can find has said that the Pixel 6 Pro is, wait for it, the best phone in the world right now. The best. The best. Out of all the choices we Out have. of every choice you have, the Pixel 6 Pro is the best phone ever. It beats out the Samsung Galaxy S21. It beats out the uh, iPhone 13, even the iPhone 13 Pro. Really? It now, why, though? What, 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 what could qualify well, that? The first thing uh, is their Tensor, their new Tensor chip. Now, that is the new uh, uh, CPU processor. It has only been found in a Google Pixel 6. The security architecture behind the Tensor chip is by far the best out there. And because Google controls everything now about their phone, now, previously, it was a Qualcomm chip, and even though Google made the phone and the operating system, they still had to go through what uh, Qualcomm's you know architecture was in order to get security updates and, and OS updates. Now that they own every piece of hardware that's in their phones, they can get the updates out even faster. So they're manufacturing the Tensor chip they themselves. Are. They are. They're manufacturing the Tensor chip. They're... I, I, I failed. I, I failed here, and I'll re, I'll admit it right away. I don't know what graphics chip they put in, um, but everything else about the Pixel Six Pro, the camera is amazing, and that's what really shines upon it. Be, beyond the processor with the security features, the camera is really what shines upon the Pixel Six Pro. Um, they come. They did a couple different YouTube videos. A couple different people. Okay, it wasn't just one person, mm-hmm. but they did side by side by side videos of 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 uh, the iPhone 13 Pro, the Pixel 6 Pro, and the Samsung Galaxy S21. Now, a couple of them also included the OnePlus 9, right? But not all of them, because OnePlus still hasn't really they got made that. Yeah, they made they haven't made that foothold into the main market yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Google Pixel 6 Pro beat out every single one of them even in the camera because that's what you know that's one of the especially things especially in the camera well that's one thing that sean was really happy about because you know for videographers or for those that shoot a lot of video you know they got the cinema mode on the the iphone 13 uh pro max which yep. is just supposed to be groundbreaking we're talking you know full move but movies were being made on the iphone 12 and the iphone sure. 10 as well yeah yeah but they're saying that they're they're really top notch you're saying that we have the same type of quality with the iPhone 6? Well, the thing is, is iPhone 13 Pro came out a couple months prior to the uh, Google Pixel 6. We haven't seen anybody try to make movies quality videos with it yet. In the comparisons in their video shots side by side, the three phones doing the same shots over and over and over, right. the Pixel 6 had the best shot of all of them. So I'm, I'm definitely getting one. Now, the thing is, my wife's got a Samsung Galaxy S9. It's old. Right. It's actually to the point where you can't even trade it in anymore on yeah. Verizon. I usually do the financing with Verizon. So I, I usually 
uh, will, like, with this phone, I have the Google Pixel 5. I still owe $400 on this. Uh, that's the now, rough part of doing that, right? Yeah, sure, it is. Uh, now, granted, I, I, I paid $1,200 for this phone. So, because this was the top of the line Pixel 5. Right. 128 gigs, you know, everything top of the line, best phone ever, right? But the Pixel 5 ended up turning out to be eh, a mediocre phone. Yeah. Uh, mediocre. Excuse me. Mediocre. That works. Mediocre um, is good. Mediocre. I think mediocre. we got it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it didn't work out to be the best phone. Uh, but the Pixel what, 6 What was saying, it lacking, though? What What was the thing that um, kind of just... The processor. Yeah. Uh, the camera wasn't the greatest, and there was a lot of little bugs. But also, speaking of bugs, I have to talk about the new Android 12. Now, I right. have Android 12. I was actually lucky enough to get uh, one of the, the beta vi- versions of Android 12, and... For, now, for our listeners who don't understand, because they there was a little confusion last week when we were talking about iOS 13, uh, iOS 15, iPhone 13. You know, so you have an operating system like we run on our computers, like Windows, Windows 10, yeah, Windows exactly. 7. Um, yeah. This is the operating system that's separate. And Android, you know, every version of Android is supposed to get better, but it's supposed to, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is okay. So yes, uh, in general, Android operating systems do get better. Um, but with the Android 12, they said this is the biggest change in Android for a long time since like Android 9 or whatever it was. Um, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta say, I do like it. I like the ease of use. The buttons are a little bit more easy to get to. I like the more rounded look of the icons, things like that. Simple stuff. However, there's still a couple glaring issues that I, I, I wish they would address. For instance, uh, swiping down from the top to be able to see my notifications always brings down my control panel first. And oh. I have to swipe the control panel away, then I can see my notifications. I don't want the control panel. I'd rather double swipe for the control panel. There you go. Yeah. And then just swipe once to see my notifications. Second off, I really hate the way Android does audio uh, when in terms when you're adjusting your volume you only have media volume okay call volume ring and notification volume and alarm volume all right now you would think no oh, that's it's fine it covers all the bases but it doesn't sometimes it mixes your notifications volume in with your media and so then if your media volume is turned all the way up, all of a sudden this notification comes blasting across. Oh, wow. And what happens if I want to have my ringer louder than my notifications? Right. I can't because that's one group. My ringer has to be the same volume as my notifications. So what I've actually ended up resorting to do is I literally mute every single one of my notifications permanently. So that way I don't get the Every time somebody like, or no, if somebody texts me, I'll get a notification. Right. But if it's one of my hundred apps on my phone, I don't have them give me notifications. I just Mm. have them go straight to silent. So that way, when I open my screen, I see the notifications, but I don't hear them. So that's kind of a gripe of mine with Android. But going back to the original thought, Android, Android 12, Google Pixel 6, the Pixel 6 Pro, if you are looking for a great phone, and you don't want to pay too much. The Pixel 6 Pro is the best because the, what is what is the iPhone 13 Pro going for? $1,400? Wow, yeah. Yeah, so the Google Pixel 6 Pro, which has been proven to be better than the iPhone 
13 Pro is going for eight ninety nine. So you're going to save some money right off the bat. You're going to save some money right the, off the, the bat. The problem is, this is like you know we were talking earlier about your car, your favorite car. You know, you get in a car like a stick shift, and you know how to drive it. You get in an yeah. automatic, and you're going to have learning things. The same thing happens with our smartphones. I mean, seriously, for anybody that and 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 because of the show and because of the ability to try different devices, you know, I've done that where I suddenly have my hands on, you know, a Pixel. I had the Pixel 5 at one point. And I remember thinking, this is so cool. But honestly, I know I'm not I'm not seeing everything that I'm supposed to be seeing with this. Yeah. Because I know it could do so much more because I'm so used to the Apple infrastructure. So people have gotten used to that. And well, that's, just- that's the thing. That's what they want you to do. They want you to get so used to their product that you'll never switch. And I got to say, for people out there, I used to be an Apple user. I was all about Apple. I had the Apple iPhone. Uh, let's see, which one was I have? I had the... Do you have the five? I actually had the three, four, and five. Yeah. And I think six, actually. I I even had the six. And then I decided, you know what? I want to try this Android out. And mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a huge jump because I was not in the Android ecosphere. But now, once I made that jump, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Whether they're using the Samsung or they're using the, the Pixel, they're going to be able to integrate this with the newest version of Windows, Windows 11. It's going to be able to run your Android apps. And some people are having a little issue trying to figure out how to get that to work that have made the Wait, jump. hold up, hold up, hold up. What? So Windows 11 will run your Android apps. Seriously? It yes. can run APKs? Apparently, that's they're saying that that's going to be one of the features for now, it. Now, that is massive right yeah. there. If that's true, that's massive. That's big. That means you're going to do a lot of your, your Android content right there on your Windows PC and be able to go back and forth. That might those. just be a, a reason for me to upgrade to Windows 11, to be honest. I finally got the little notification on my bottom tray. I, I still haven't got it. Yeah, I got that. It said, because I know my laptop's ready, and it, it finally sent me a notification. Now it's sitting there. A little blue button there on the bottom tray saying, you know, and if I, I moused over it and it said, your system's ready for Windows 11. Would you like to upgrade? And I'm like, I don't want to click on it. So I'm not ready yet because I got all my, I got to do a backup and do all that stuff before I do it. But that that's one of Wait, the Wait, hold up. I thought you were all about backups. I thought you had a Chronos and doing all that stuff. Well, I do right? backups, but I mean, I want to do, I want to do a major, like separate backup. Oh, like you want to take case. an image. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. want to do so in case anything happens. Got you know, it. I'm, I'm not because, you know, I, I workflow, I use it every now, day. Now, Acronis can do images, right? It can. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love Acronis. Acronis is one of the best out there, although there's other there's others. I mean, that's one of the features is with the ability to run the Android, which makes me think, oh, I want to do this. I mean, I could have that same thing if I was on a Mac. You know, Sean's on a Mac. He's got sure. a Mac. He's Now he's got the iPhone. He sees that. I don't see that. So for me, yeah. I'm thinking maybe that is something. The one thing I always tell people about when they when they talk about Mac desktops or mm-hmm. like, you know, your main PC, not necessarily. Well, I guess you could even consider laptops, too. Mm-hmm. But they're like, well, you know, I've got a Mac. I'm so much better than you. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what's your what's your video game library look like? <laughs> because there is no video games on a Mac. I don't care who you are. You can't There's game some. on a Mac. Oh, There's yeah. Some. Minesweeper <laughs> and Solitaire. Yeah. No, you ain't gaming on a Mac. Although, if you want a game, you game on a PC. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking on the app users. Cause we, you know, the Apple users, because we talked about this uh, last, you know, last time with Sean. Uh, the, the, 
what we were getting when it came to the M1 processor that's part of the new, you know, MacBook was supposed to be really amazing speeds. Mm-hmm. But so a lot of tests have been going on with uh, the Intel processors that have been running and we're seeing better performance with those. So, you know, I think it all depends. Like you said, it's like a car. Like you said, everybody has their preference. Everybody has their preference. And, and the thing is, is things go back and forth. One year you're going to have, that's, that's what makes competition so great. One year you're going to have something. Now, you know, speaking of competition, you look at AMD versus NVIDIA, right? right, right. Every other year. It's it's back and forth. NVIDIA's got the better card than AMD, than NVIDIA, than AMD. You know, it's just a never-ending cycle, but that's what makes competition great. Uh, there is a lot of talk going on right now regarding the new Intel uh, processor. And I know you've been, talk- you've been talking about upgrading. You, you've been thinking well, about I doing it, right? Well, I just did, but I mean, Ooh. I'm already like three generations back. So now, what are you? Are you at the i9 now? Or are you still <laughs> i7? <laughs> no, I'm still i7, and I'm actually an 8770 instead of a 6770. So I'm, yeah, four generations back. All right, for somebody who's, who's building, maybe you're going to, whether you're going to do it yourself or you're going to hire somebody, you say, hey, I want you to build me a computer, which you can do. You can find a lot of places here. I know that'll do that. I don't know about Denver, where you're at. Oh, yeah, there's plenty do of places, that, yeah. Right? The i9-12, uh, the, that's the 12900K. Ooh. All right? The top I, of the line. I know, top of the line. But you're going to pay a premium just for the processor. Yep. When we're talking, you know, you're, you're in the $1,000 plus range, right? Yeah. Uh, but they are saying that it will run up to 36% faster, according to TechSpot, when you run it at maximum turbo power. You're going to get that ability to do that. Hmm. So, you know, if you're thinking about you want that's the thing. You could sit there today and say, I'm going to build a system that is just going to be, you know, around forever. And again, <laughs> first off, two no. years later, it's not going to be as fast as what's available. No. And what's available is going to be much technology. Faster. It just it, it goes it uh, increases tenfold. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can build the top of the line computer. And in I'd, I'd say realistically, five or six years, it would be outdated. You know, it's funny. We were talking about smartphones and stuff. And I know people have been thinking, OK, I want to get one. I don't know what you want to get. We're talking about just one sector of it. We're talking about Pixel 6. We're talking about iPhone 13. Um, you still have, and you you mentioned, you know, Samsung has got theirs. But now it seems like if you look at the advertising, you know, while, while Apple is focusing on the cinema quality, uh, even Pixel is focusing on the photo quality. Uh, you've also got the Samsung is focusing on the flip. And that's where yeah. all the advertising is going on. It's not talking about how powerful the camera is. Well, yeah. how great they're talking about the flip, having, you know, the ability to fold the, it and all the that form factor. But I think when people see it, they're not, I don't know if that's the way to go. I, I really saw it. don't. I put my hands on one. Yeah. I put my hands on one and I didn't like it. Yeah. Now I just, I just wonder if that's, they're, they're kind of pushing it in a different direction. But if you had Samsung up there with, you know, Google pixel and Apple iPhone, you know, where, where are you in it? Are you on in the middle? Are you on the side? You know, where, where do you go? With so the you flip, have, you're at the bottom. Well, and that's the thing. You have to be able to push something. So I guess they decide, let's push the flip feature of it. Yeah, so it, they're going they're going the opposite direction. They're, they're trying to go back to, like, uh, instead of being larger phones, because the Google Pixel 6 Pro is a very large phone. I mean, it it it's almost a phablet, whereas the iPhone's kind of in between. But, yeah, so, so Samsung is taking this and going, look, this is what Google's doing. This is what Apple's doing. Let's try to slim it down. People have been saying that they want smaller phones. So why not make a flip phone? 
And the thing is, is when it flips and it opens up, you've got one large screen. Mm-hmm. However, there is that seam bubble yeah. in the middle yeah. that, that you can see. You don't have a nice crystal clear screen all the way across. You're going to have a little bit of a bubble in the middle of your screen. Now, if you can get over that, then great. You've got a really small phone that you can fit in your pocket. You don't have to worry about it. But if you need that screen to be a theater quality screen where you can watch Netflix or you can watch whatever you want, you're not going to get over that. That thing is going to drive you crazy. And having a larger screen like you're going to get with the Pixel 6 is probably going to be the way this Pixel 6 Oh, yeah, and also the display, too, is better than the iPhone. It's 120 hertz. Wow, good stuff. All right, going to take a quick break. We come back uh, for Switch users. If you want to play some games, there's going to be another option for you that maybe you never even thought would ever come to Nintendo Switch. We'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. Okay, so I have a question, and I want to share it with you. And this is this is actually kind of cool because it, it relates to data management. Uh, and okay. we have seen this happen with people that collect a lot of photos, mm-hmm. with people that collect, um, well, CDs, vinyl, yeah. al- vinyl albums, for, for example. Yeah. Vinyl albums were huge. They took up a lot of storage space, right? And there were people who had full libraries, and then they got to a point where they said, well, CD's the next thing. So... What did they do? They took a lot of their vinyl and they took their vinyl and they ended up giving it to, you know, like good, the white elephant, the Goodwill, or sold them, right? Mm-hmm. So now the, the vinyl's back and they want their vinyl back. Yeah. And so they're, they're going to buy vinyl. So, okay, so I, I'm kind of in a quandary here. We have talked about this before with digital media. We have all had this uh, opportunity now to digitize our our own movies. So yeah. I go out and I buy a DVD. All sure. right. Now, yeah. there are questions as to the legalities of what you do, but say I buy a movie and I really enjoy it, but I want to take it with me. I want to watch it on my laptop, but I don't have a DVD drive. So uh, using the steps that are available, I can digitize that, that yep. DVD, and it's mine. I don't give it to anybody else. I keep that. My problem is totally different. My problem is every DJ's problem. Everybody that has worked in radio's problem. Now, you have worked in radio. So Mm -hmm. I want to get your thoughts on it. So uh, recently, my water heater in my garage took took the fritz. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, five hours after I bought my home, my water (laughs) heater went out. But I bought the home as is. So what can I do? So I had to pay for that. So I had to move all these boxes that were around the base of this water heater so we can get in and move it. So now I'm going through the boxes going, okay. And what am I finding? Nothing but cassettes. Cassettes, cassettes, cassettes mm-hmm. with yeah. old shows on them. Shows that Tech Talk did. Shows that Barry and Andy did. Mm-hmm. Shows that, you know, I did with uh, Jonas. Radio shows. Hour-long shows. Now remember, uh, hour-long tapes. Each show is four, basically four or five hours condensed on one tape. So I've got a tape for pretty much every day of my last 30 years in radio. Think about that. Wow. So the question is, I, I digitized. I'm starting to digitize. What do I do with the tapes when I'm done? The, the, I'm in that same problem. If I get them digitized. I get them in, in the computer. I make a backup of that onto another drive. And I've got this cassette. And I'm looking at this cassette. And I'm thinking, well, there's stuff on here. 
do I throw it in the trash? Do no. I? What do I do? Because they're taking up space. I've got eight. I want to say like ten boxes, maybe even more of cassettes, and they're all taking up space. So what do you do? You know, so that's, that's the thing is that people threw away their vinyl. They want their vinyl back. People threw away their CDs because they got digital well, music. Can MP3s. I threes? Can I tell you an little anecdote about vinyl? Please do. All right. I was probably eight years old. I had some vinyl, and I won't let you know what the vinyl was at this moment. But I decided to go in my backyard and play baseball with the vinyl. With the vinyl? <laughs> I went sliding well, I mean, in the I'll, home? Is that it? No, I would toss it up in the air and shatter it with the bat. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out I uh, I had a first print copy of Michael Jackson's Thriller. First print? On oh. vinyl. Ooh. Yeah, and I destroyed it with a bat. With cassette tapes is a little different, though. Right. Because, okay, first off, no disrespect, but it's just you. I know. Okay. That's my thing. It's it's not like some first recording of the most amazing artist in the world or well, whatever. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was pretty well, good. Uh, okay. I'm... <laughs> wow. Your head cannot even fit your monitor anymore. Well, you know, uh, Gloria's, so Gloria's recommendation is just take all the cassettes and send them to Barry's son. Because, you know, Barry's on a lot of these. Sure. Right? And sure. Oh, that'd be a great thing. But what if he doesn't have a cassette player? Wouldn't Point. it be nicer if I just put him on a, like a flash drive and say, hey, here you go. Here's, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but uh, I would say, okay, if that's the situation, I'd put him on more than a flash drive. Flash drives are notorious for failing. Yeah, that's okay. True. Yeah. I would say put him on a real like external hard drive type of thing yeah. that would last longer because if you're going to put all those memories on a flash drive, and that flash drive fails, yeah. everything's gone. Cassettes fade over time. Now, speaking yeah. of cassettes, I still have all of my old radio demos right? that I want you to digitize for and me, I will. and I, I still haven't I haven't sent them to you yet. See, this particular tape I'm holding in my hand right now and showing you is from, from October 4th, 2002. Oh, wow. It still sounded okay. I get no problem digitizing. I no, you know here, what? You know, I could do one a night. You know what? Once you get them done, yeah, put them in a vacuum sealed bag, yeah, because that will help keep them. Uh, I don't know. What's but the I'm trying to for. get rid of them of space. I'm trying no, no, to make no, space. no, no, no. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Put them in a vacuum sealed bag. Yeah. Put them in a container. Yeah. And then bury it. <laughs> Make my own time capsule. <laughs> Make your own time capsule, bro. <laughs> Bury it like, 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 first off, call 411 yeah, before sure. you dig. Yeah. All right. And then dig down like 10 feet <laughs> and bury it. And then be like, future generations all of a sudden one day or like 150 years from now, I'll be like, Mom, Dad, I found this ancient relic. What is this? It's cassette. Barry and Andy. <laughs> Or aliens will find yeah. it. Yes. They go, these people, they were doomed. <laughs> or that's not thing you could do. Put them in a vacuum sealed bag and put a weather balloon up and send them into space. Give them to Elon Musk. Have them send to the moon. There you go. You know, that'd be kind of the thing to do. Speaking, uh, speaking of that, did you, uh, did you check out the uh, the big uh, conference with, uh, what's his name? The, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, you know, they So they, they changed the name of the company, right? This is this is this is a joke in itself. It really is. People may not have 
He even heard the, the backstory. You know, he gets on, he talks about what's going on with Oculus and why he's changed the name of the company of Facebook. You still, you'll still log on to Facebook. But like Google, they have a parent company, which is Alphabet. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so like that's that's not what they're doing. They're they're name they're they're rebranding their parent company. Um and the thing is before they actually announced the name of the parent company, Mark Zuckerberg came on this press conference type of thing, but uh he talked about the metaverse. Uh-huh. And how he wanted to bring virtual reality and augmented reality into reality and right. kind of just meld it all together. For those of you who may be older, you may think the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Uh, for those of you who are maybe just a, a slight bit younger, you might think more of Ready Player One. Okay. Yeah. Right? So it's it's a, it's this universe that you can go into that's a virtual universe where you can do anything, be anybody, and do, you know, like I said, do anything you want. You haven't, um, you haven't seen the movie Free Guy yet. We've talked about that. I haven't, and I really mm. want to see that. I can't actually. believe that. Yeah. I, I have like it. That. I have it on my list. I just have to watch it. Anyway, um, they announced that the name of the company... And for anybody who speaks Hebrew, right, you're going to love this. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who speaks <laughs> Hebrew is going to love this because they named the parent company of Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram, they named it Meta, which, <laughs> which in Hebrew means, means dead. <laughs> so there's the hashtag Facebook dead. That's where it came out. Facebook's dead. Oh, um, boy. It's hilarious because like, I don't think they realize this, but all the Jewish people and the people that speak Hebrew and all that, they're just <laughs> laughing at this. <laughs> saying, huh? Wow, you really just did kill yourself off, didn't you? Because you literally named your company dead. You know, I remember, uh, do you remember the, the Nova, the, the Chevy Nova? Uh, barely. Yeah. I think I was a little bit young for yeah, that, but probably. sure. But then when Nova came out, you had the same thing because uh, in Spanish, I think it's Spanish, and I'm pretty sure it's the Nova, means no-go. No-go. <laughs> which means really? no, that's not a good thing for a car. Does that mean like it doesn't start? No, just don't no-go. doesn't go just anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, yeah, but it's kind of the same thing. Translations, yeah. So, but the thing is, is I got I got to call attention to the 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 video that Zuckerberg released. Now, this is him talking about what they were doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it was, I think, in his own home. Okay. Uh, kind of like a, one of those, you know, twenty twenty Zoom meetings. Yeah. He's where got like his bookcase behind where, him. And yeah. Everything. Your, your bookcase behind you. But yeah. The thing is, is you got to understand if if you don't know this about Zuckerberg. He's really weird. Like, and He's just different. in general, like yeah. he, when he was in front of Congress, people were calling him an AI. Like they were literally calling him a robot. Like this guy's an Android, not in the Google sense, but like literally an Android. Like this guy's not human. Like the way he was responding to questions and things. He's different than a lot of people. The way he moves and the way he way moves, he the way he reacts. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's different. But the, the, the conference that he did, when he had behind him a bookshelf. And now you imagine in, let's say, you're looking at a a, 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 a Zoom meeting with your coworker and they have a bookshelf behind you, behind them. Is, this is a coworker that's one of the richest guys in the world. Yes, right? one, of the, one of the top- One like, of the wealthiest. One of the wealthiest, the like top five or top six wealthiest men in the world. You would think behind them is a bookshelf, right? So right. he's obviously got books. He's got pictures. But then- if you look closely, and you can find this online, 
He's got a jar, or not a jar, a, a plastic bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue <laughs> sauce <laughs> on a bookshelf. It's on the bookshelf, like holding a book. It's like a bookhead, right? It's, like, what? <laughs> what in the world are you doing? Like, and I saw this on Reddit. I saw this on Reddit. It, the guy was, this person was conf- like, like, like uh, comparing Zuckerberg to a, to an alien. Yeah. And it was like, alien Zuckerberg says, hmm, what do humans like to have on bookshelves? Hmm, barbecue sauce. Yes, that must be a good thing. Put barbecue sauce on bookshelf. Well, okay. Like, what in, the heck are you thinking, bro? In defense of Mark Zuckerberg. Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce is one oh, of my favorites. Oh, it's one of the best. It's, it's one of the best. It really but is. But come good. on. Okay, I could understand if he was doing the conference from his kitchen, right? Okay, but from his home office with books and pictures and things behind him, and all of a sudden there's this jar of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue <laughs> sauce. It's a little weird. Now, there's have, a theory have they, going have, out. Have they? Well, have they tried to capitalize on this yet? Sweet baby rays. I would think that they oh, would. Oh, they better. They Their better. PR department better get on it. Oh, they better. But here's the theory. The theory is now going back to Ready Player One, mm-hmm. right? Remember, if you have seen or read the book or seen the movie Ready Player One, you know that the 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 uh o- the Oasis was created by a very eccentric person. Yes. AKA Zuckerberg. That's right. right? That's right. Yep. And he left behind these Easter eggs to his fortune. Yes. And the people that really knew him were the only ones that could find these Easter eggs. Now, I'm not saying this is something that everybody knows Zuckerberg would, you know, whatever know this, but this is kind of like one of those things. What if, what if, let's fast forward 100 years from now, and the metaverse is the oasis, mm-hmm. and Zuckerberg passes on, and he leaves his fortune to somebody who can discover the one thing that he loved most in his life. Sweet baby Ray's. Sweet baby Ray's barbecue <laughs> sauce, baby. I'm getting hungry. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back. We got we'll talk more about that Nintendo Switch. Uh, we'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. You can find us on the web at TechTalkRadio.com. We'll be right back. Now back to Tech Talk Radio. Squid Game. Squid Game. You finally see it? I did. Have you? Oh Yeah, I've watched it all. I watched okay, all of it. I'm on the last episode. Don't spoil the whole thing. All right. But oh my gosh. Big surprise at the end. I'll tell you that. Okay. Well, <laughs> dang it, Andy. Anyway. Uh, all right. Yes. It's an amazing show. Yeah. It really is. Some now, people, people complain it's over the top with this file. I didn't well, like, I told you, I hated the first episode. Okay, but that's the thing. That's yeah. the first episode. They they really want to hook you in. And I'll give you that. The first episode is extremely gory. Yeah. Very okay? pretty. But, but, but the thing is, is it draws you in. And then, as the episodes go on, you start to make emotional attachment to the different characters that are surviving. Yeah. And they concentrate on like 10 or 12 of them. And then obviously it dwindles down because they, they kind of have to. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, the old man. Yeah. My favorite character. He is really amazing. My I, favorite character. There is a video uh, that I saw this week, this past week, of him on a because all of the cast is from Korea. They're all you know. Yeah, from and South he's Korea. not a previous actor. 
He's not. It, this he's was not. Like, he, he was wanted, just the guy that showed up. He wanted to do stuff and yeah. he thought it would be fun. And he did this and he was on this talk show and it was, you know, uh, transcribed basically. And he was talking about the fan base. And here is a an, a guy who was one of the biggest shows ever on Netflix. Well, biggest shows in the world. Yeah. But he's saying thank you. And he's telling everybody they can live their dreams and they can get everything they want. And he's very inspirational. You know, he, he is super cool. Really cool guy. And he is. He's got to be, what, in his 70s? or Oh, he's in his 80s at least. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But that episode with him. Oh, yeah. At the end. Right. I know the episode you're talking about. <sighs> Not the final episode. The episode. No. Because yeah. he does. The, he, does final. he does. He does have a demise. Yeah. You got it. You got to understand. He's sure. not the last one, but gosh darn it, man. That hit me so hard. Yeah. That hit me so freaking hard, but this is such a good show because it brings out the best in people and also the worst in people. Yeah. And it really goes to show that. And you got to watch this show. I know everybody's saying it's gory and sure that first episode. Wow. Yeah. I, I even heard, I've even heard kids at my son's playground. That are playing red light, green light now. They shouldn't be watching this. No, no, it's no. It's not for kids, though. I understand that. But yeah. they're literally saying red light, green light, red light, you're dead. Ugh. Yeah. And it's like, wait, hold up. What are you showing your kids? Yeah, I used to play the game, too. But that, they that, should we not didn't have Squid be, Game. Yeah, but the thing is, is I think what it is, is parents at home are watching the show and talking about, about red light, green light, and how they die at the end if they don't, whatever. Yeah. And then the kids hear that and say, oh, okay, that's how it works. Red light, green light, red light, you're dead. I hope that's the case because, yeah, it's certainly not for kids. And and But it's so well done. It is a really well done show. I, now, was, I was reading that the, the director, the guy who did it, you know, yeah. it's not like they make movies here. You know, we've got a, 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 a pilot for HBO shooting in Tucson right now uh, with from J.J. Abrams. You know, his, oh, really? Yes. Uh, Bad Robot Productions. Uh, Josh Holloway, who played uh, Sawyer on Lost, is in it. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in the 70s. And hopefully it'll get picked up. But it's not like that, is it? You know, you got a director there that's making a ton of money. You've got yep. uh, a guy that's shooting a movie up in Tombstone right now. He makes pretty good money. He's part of the production company. But this guy, this this guy who directed Squid Game, He's he said that he didn't make the kind of money that people are thinking for having the world's biggest show. Well, um, okay, sure. But, but now he will, but he's saying he got taken care of, you know, he, yeah. he said, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine, but he's not, you know, he's not raking in the millions. Well, when it I'm comes, sure that if his contract comes with the royalties on top of that, no, you know, that's not the way they work in South Korea, Really, okay. but how, how it will work is when season two comes up. Cause I am pretty sure. Oh yeah. If they can write it and it can be just as good Season two will take it in another direction, and more likely, he'll end up making the kind of money that he deserves for it. Sure, which, just which just kind of like uh, that brings to mind like, off the top of my head, brings to mind uh, Wonder Woman. You yeah. know, Gal, Gal uh, what's her name? Gal, Gal Gadot. Gadot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is she, it Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? I think it's. Gal I think Gadot. it's Gadot. Yeah, she didn't make hardly anything for that first Wonder Woman, even though it's such an iconic character. Right. But then, but then it was such a, a commercial success. They wanted her back, and she's like, all right, now you're going to pay me. That's where they can command more money. Yeah. That's how they work. Yeah. So, but now going back, going back though, looking at the main bad guy, the front man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That costume 
is amazing. I love it. I love the costume. And so going into Halloween, which we just had this past week, I was already, I already had, I, I told my wife, you know, we, we all did the Mario theme. You know, Eric was Mario and Misa was Peach and, uh, and I was uh, Bowser. Right. But gosh darn it, I really wanted to be the front man. And I found a costume. Really? The thing is, the jacket, the trench coat that he wears yeah. is like an actual name brand. I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say it's like Tom something or whatever. It's not like a super famous brand. Right. But like it's a name brand. That jacket before Squid Game came out was going for around $45 to $60. How depends much, on where how you much get is it. going up now? The jacket with the mask is now going for around $185. Wow. That's amazing. The it, thing is, the mask is just a simple plastic mask that you could 3D print yourself or buy at the dollar store. I mean, if you could find the, you know, the right dimensions of the mask right. or whatever, but it's not a, like a super intricate mask. But the thing is is also you got to have the jacket, you got to have the mask, and you got to have a voice changer. Yeah, that would have you'd have to have that. But because those, those you, are cheap though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. Honestly, if I could get that particular outfit, I wouldn't even wear it on Halloween. I would just wear it in my local brewery on a random day. <laughs> and I'd just walk up I just walk up to a random table, and I'd be like, player 354, eliminated. You know, the thing is, and, and we've seen this over the last couple of years, stuff catches on. All right, Mandalorian. All right, you had Mandalorian. Uh, it became enormous, and then oh, right, yeah. everybody wanted one of those. Right around the holidays is when everybody said, "Well, we don't have any. We didn't do any merchandising. <laughs> yeah, we'll have it out next year." Now they're saying that now this, nobody wants it. Well, they're saying that this year, Baby Yoda's uh, the character, of Baby Yoda, or etc. Yeah, I know he's got a real name, but that will be one of the things that people are going to want this year. But I mean, we haven't seen new episodes of Mandalorian in almost a year. Now, yeah, are they coming out in 2022 or 2023? 2023, because Jeez. coming out December 29th of this year is the book of Boba Fett, which is the continuing of that character. Um, is it also directed by John Favreau? I don't know. I, I know Disney. It's a Disney Plus series. Yeah, sure. Okay. That'll be in there. So I'd have to assume. So, I mean, again, I think they're missing that merchandising wagon on it. The same thing with Squid Game became huge. Holidays rolled around. Oops. Funko, which makes the figures that are really cool. Uh, I'm not going to call them bobbleheads, but Funko, yeah, they're not. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Funko is got a whole line of Squid Game characters. We're not going to see these though until May. You know, so the thing is, again, it's going to die off by that time. By that time, it's going to be you know old, and, and unfortunately, that's the way the merchandising works you, with these shows that catch on. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Nintendo Switch. I still have been thinking about getting one uh, when I'm in the stores. I see them, I go. Hmm. I know. No, got, no. At this point, just wait. They've got a new one coming out. That's going to be coming out real soon, right? With uh, no, they already did. They OLED. just had it. The OLED. It's already out. Right. But it's stupid. Is it? It's not worth the extra money. No, it's not. It's not. They they didn't put anything that people have been demanding into the new the new Switch. They have not been bigger screen, uh, better controllers, the Joy-Con drift issue. Um, uh. Basically, every problem that the Switch had, Nintendo just said, all right, we'll give you an OLED screen. And like, that was what? about it. Oh, that's man. it. That's all, you're, wait, that's all you're doing is giving us an OLED screen? That's it after all this stuff? 
So there is, though, a rumor that uh, the Nintendo company is coming out with a actual successor to the Nintendo Switch, but it might not be out till 2024. Wow, that's too long to wait. I don't know. Yeah, I know, but like Nintendo does this to themselves all the time. They did it with the Wii. I they mean, did let's it with face the Wii. It. They did it with the Wii U. It's it's almost like Microsoft. You release one that's great and one that's not so great. Yeah. So they they have announced though that out of all the different franchises of games that you've been able to play with the Switch and I mean, I know you own a Switch, so you've been able to experience some of these fun things. One of the characters that has not been available has been Laura Croft. And ah, Laura yep. Croft just celebrated the 25th anniversary of the original Tomb Raider, which if you go to GOG.com. It's 25 years already? 25 years. Jeez. Now, if you go to GOG.com for 10 bucks, you can get Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3, and you can play those to your heart's content. You know, they do that at GOG, giving you all these classic games that you can play, which is fun. Yep. But they have finally announced that they are going to be putting out two versions for, of Tomb Raider for the Nintendo Switch. Now, they're not going to be available until next year, but Crystal Dynamics and Feral Interactive are going to be putting out Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light and Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris Ooh, going nice. to be available. So, again, Good. if you are a, a fan of that. Now, I don't know what games are on there. Uh, you can't play Call of Duty on there, right? On the Switch? Uh, on the Switch? No. No, 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 no. no, no. You can't do that. No. Um, you, yeah, so, I mean, I know they have their own games, Mario, and and I don't know if Donkey Kong's available on there. That's one of my favorites. I don't. Donkey Kong? They have Donkey Kong, and honestly, they just... Um, what did the Switch do? They just did the Nintendo 64 emulator. Right. And, and that's on I, the Switch? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, if you have Nintendo Switch Online, which is a, a yearly membership, I think it's like 20 bucks a year, mm -hmm. um, you have access to a growing selection of Nintendo games, original NES, Super Nintendo, and then now Nintendo 64. But I've been hearing some things, and I haven't looked into this myself. I have a Switch. I haven't gotten the emulator yet. But I've been hearing that the actual Nintendo 64 emulator is not that great mm. compared to the emulators that they did on the Wii U and the Wii. They're saying that the Wii and the Wii U did a better job at emulating the Nintendo 64 than the Switch does, Ooh. which is, wow. I mean, seriously? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't even know. I, I, I Only thing is, if they got a Nintendo 64 emulator, they better have GoldenEye. Uh, yeah, I believe it will be a part of it. I think well, I saw something they better, about Well, they better allow multiplayer because that is the only thing. That is one of the top five games of all time for multiplayer. Yeah, I do know that uh, GoldenEye, which was banned in Germany, right? GoldenEye N64. Why? 24 years after it came out is no longer banned in Germany. Now, I don't know why. You know, maybe it's, you know, James Bond, the whole bit. But again, now you're going to be able to play it, you know, if you're there in, in Germany. I just, I just, I think the, I was looking into this, but the reason why they never really made a true remake or remaster of GoldenEye is because they would have to pay the actors royalties again. For their voices? Unless they for, use the original For their ones. voices and their likenesses. Because remember, GoldenEye was one of the first games to actually resemble the actual characters that played in the movie. Yeah. They were able to make the polygons close enough so that way you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Pierce Brosnan. Right. Or that's 
the lady that played Natasha. I can't remember her name. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry if you're listening to this show. I really do appreciate <laughs> I'm sure she you. Listens you all did the a time. great job <laughs> She's in the movie. A great actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I'm sorry. I can't remember your name. But yeah, but no, seriously, but they have to repay them their money and they're not willing to do that. Yeah. That could be very expensive. Yeah. All right. We're going to take another quick break. We come back. Uh, we'll try and give you a, a cool product, cool website. Something. I got a good website. You got a good website? All right. We'll do that when we come back with Tech Talk Radio. Find us on the web at techtalkradio.com. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. You might remember a few weeks ago, I was telling you I had a laptop in, and I was looking at this laptop, and it needed a power jack replacement. It was on a Dell. I had to take the entire laptop apart, take out the motherboard, pull out the power jack that they had. I ordered another one, got that put in. Got mm -hmm. it all put back together. It wouldn't charge the battery. So I went out and I bought myself one of those chargers that you could find at, at Walmart. Well, it turns out this woman who brought me the laptop to fix, she had done the same thing and was constantly losing power. And then she had bumped into her power jack. So that needed the replacement. I found something very interesting with Dell's. And I will tell you this right off the bat. If you are going to need to replace your battery, update, power jack, Get an authentic Dell charger. Instead of yeah. those chargers that you get at the store, there's something about yep. it. The ones at the store that you get, you can buy, like even Walmart has them. Best Buy did not work. I went through two of them. But when I got the authentic Dell charger, ordered that one, I found it on Amazon, got it in, plugged it in. Wouldn't you know, even the battery that had been dead for months started charging and charged up fully. So uh, that can make wow. a big difference. It did need that power jack replacement, but that fixed it. So I just wanted to tell you, wow. get an authentic Dell <laughs> or, you know, your manufacturer's charger. And, and it was only 25 bucks. There you go. All right. Now you got something you wanted to share. Yeah. So I have a website of the week. I found this. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I haven't actually um, used it yet because I don't really need to use it yet, but it's called StolenCameraFinder.com. Oh. And if you go to this website, you just need to drag and drop a photo from said camera that was stolen, and it will search the internet for other photos that were taken with that camera. And the reason they can do that is because of metadata. Whoa. They can use geolocation and serial numbers that are encoded into every photo. Now, the thing is, is if you, if your camera photo was then uploaded to Instagram or Facebook, those websites strip out the metadata All right. um, for the most part. So you can't really trace that kind of stuff. However, if they uploaded it to Imager or any other photo sharing website that ends up getting used anywhere else on the internet, stolen camera finder, should be able to find photos using the metadata of the camera, and it would be able to help you kind of pinpoint where the photo is. I like or where it. the camera is. All right, what's that website address yeah. again? StolenCameraFinder.com. Good stuff. Great show. Hopefully, uh, Sean will be with us next week, and we can have you guys battle it out over Pixel versus uh, yeah, Apple. <laughs> Oh, that'll be a never-ending show. That'll anyway. never be. An, yep. Nope, All right. Nope. Well, have yourselves a great week. Uh, I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Justin Lemmy. And thank you so much for listening to Tech Talk Radio. We'll see you next week.